good technique, he will be elite. If his technique becomes great, not just good, then he's a Hall of Famer. Fighting through contact, fighting through offensive line, being a double team, multiple moves stacked into one, just a play of pure domination. This is actual film, this is actual football talk. It's a football show, we're supposed to football, not storylines. And you are listening <clears throat> to another edition of Blue It Splits, my planned on last recording um, of the offseason. But um, obviously, before I recorded this, as you guys are going to listen to probably in a later show, um, the Jets signed Morgan Moses the other day. Um, so I'm getting to that as quick as I possibly can. Uh, today is Monday, the 28th. Uh, I'm hoping to get that out or, or get that uh, recorded by Wednesday. Maybe the article comes out Thursday or Friday. Um, so we're going to see, uh, gotta, gotta hammer some film. My, my two days off, I got six games done of his 2019 the other day. But again, you guys are watching this after you watch Morgan Rose's review in, in general. Um, we'll see how the reaction is going to be. Um, the 2019 film I watched, he looked average, um, pass game below average run game was okay. So he looked like an okay player to me. I'm yet to watch 2020. Um, so probably in that review, what I'm going to do is like show like 15 plays of 2020 and then 15 and then go through the rest of 2019 and then finish off with 2020. So people can see the positive and then the negative, um, and then round it out with a positive because I know if I do a show and people only see 15 plays and 10 of them are negative, you know, people might, uh, might freak out a little bit. Um, other than that. It is 91 degrees. There's a heat advisory in New Jersey because 91 in New Jersey is hot, hot, hot. Um, it can get up to 100 and something, but 91 is still pretty hot. And uh, it's been muggy as hell. So you guys are dealing with a fan today. There's no debate because um, I have to open these freaking windows so the, the sound isn't bad. And I think actually two windows is better than one, but I'm not opening two windows for you guys. I, I like you guys. I don't like you that much. Um, so... Getting into the Tyler Croft film, which obviously you clicked on it because this is the headline, so there's no surprise here. Um, 28 years old, 6'6", uh, 240 pounds. I watched 2020, um, weeks 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. I think he was injured for the rest, or I'm not, I'm not sure I forget exactly. Um, but those are the plays I watched, or the, the games I watched. Uh, we have 29 plays for you. Um, like I said before with Tyler Croft, and you'll see throughout this review, I think a healthy Croft, which has obviously been a huge problem throughout his career. He's, he's missed many games. Um, I have more faith in him in all aspects of the game than Chris Herndon, um, which isn't saying much, but people will automatically assume that Chris Herndon's going to be getting, you know, the starting gig. Um, you know, we talk a lot about the Jets personnel and how they have probably run more 11 than 12. Like with the Niners, they'll be more towards that Packers type of team. Um, but with Croft in, in 11, now you have a good blocker. And then if they decide to go heavy and put um, Fant out there in heavy sets, and now you have Fant and Croft next to each other or on opposite sides of the line and try to run the ball, uh, that's pretty good. So I think the Jets will be a, a heavy uh, six um, offensive line team you know, uh, play action, whatever it may be. I think they might sacrifice, you know, a, a receiver out there and run Fant on all these play actions and things like that. Because listen, you have Fant come in. We have some good blocking offensive linemen. Now you have Fant next to Becton or, or Fant next to Moses or however it's going to work out. We're all assuming that Moses is going to be the tackle. Um, and you could obviously, you should be able to run the ball pretty well. What does that lead to? 
heavier personnel, stacked boxes, play action getting sold. <clears throat> and now you could have, you know, three receivers out there. Let's say, let's say it's, let's say it's just, you know, whatever. Um, well, I guess if it's, a, if it was 11, you'd really kind of cancel one of those guys. It could be like one personnel um, with either a tight end or a running back. Let's say, let's say it's a running back. Um, and then you have three receivers out there. You can have Elijah, Elijah Moore, Mims and Davis or Crowder or Cole, whoever, like it's going to be pretty fun to watch. Um, obviously um, we'll talk about Moses as it comes down the road, but uh, he is right here. Um, first thing I noticed, and this is one of the first games I watched, um, and his releases aren't great. Like he's not the best route runner, but he's not a dud as a route runner. Um, I don't want people to think that he's just a blocker. He actually has some decent speed and he actually has some decent releases and some route, um, like technical capabilities. Uh, so we're going to watch him right in the slot right there. Um, and use some of his hands in a route. Again, not the in terms of where he ends up on this route, you know, um, the <clears throat> corner or the safety gets on his inside hip and he's breaking inside on the stop, so it doesn't end ideally. Um, but in terms of the really, in terms of the release, him wanting to get outside lever or inside leverage on this guy to run an inside route, um, one step stretch right there, get inside, double swipe, punch through to clear that arm. Get your get your shoulders in front of him. So if he does punch now, now he's on the back of you, not in the front of you. So good punch through. And again, runs a curl into a guy who's who's beneath him. So it's not like ideal. Um, if anything, you probably want this guy to stay over top and get physical at the top of the route and stuff. But in terms of just that release, pretty good. You know, like I just don't want people to think he just he's just a you know um, just a blocker, which is not true. Uh, Croft block. All, some of this is going to be blocking, obviously. Um, he's a fullback right here, not the H back. You know, some people might refer to him as, as the H back. That's more of a alignment for me. Um, versus like if it's a if it's a you know tight end playing fullback, some people say a little H back. I, I just leave it. He's playing fullback right here. So and all he's all he's doing is 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 uh, trying to seal that that edge to the backside hinging, and. You know, in terms of the, the technique, and again, we're not going to go crazy. He's not, you know, we're not evaluating Morgan Moses here. We're not evaluating, you know, Fant or, or you know, Becton or whoever it may be. Um, you know, the hands coming wide like that, you don't necessarily love it, especially especially with an inside run um, because you don't want to get blown up into the backfield. You know, if this was a, you know, let's say if he's a, is he, if he's a sifter, he's working against the formation and it's like a mid zone outside zone, which you don't typically see sifters with like a lot of outside zones, unless, you know, maybe you're playing a team who likes to over pursue and you're expecting a cutback, then maybe you do it. Um, but you'd obviously like to see, you know, better hand placement, but overall still gets slow, you know, wide base that he, that he initially was driving off of his insteps, hands on. And uh, you're to see him reset his hands, which I really like. He can start getting work back. Resets his hands, powerful position, gets into his his bridge, as we call it. You're not really gonna you're not really gonna try to uh, to work your feet back. Now you're just gonna try to hold up and you're gonna bend against those insteps. That's what they call it. It looks like a bridge. Um, so good block. You know, defensive end, he 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 seals him to the backside. The easiest thing to do, no. Um, I would say some you could do some things better there, but for a tight end, it's a good block, that's for sure. Uh, Croft two blocks, oh, two blocks in one, I think. 
Um, so they're running counter, uh, counter OF and he, I don't I don't know. The bills might do it where they, they read this, where it's like a question poll where, you know, he can kick out, but if this guy squeeze, if, if this guy spills the run and takes on the inside shoulder, then he, then, then Croft, instead of, instead of leading, you know, uh, through the, let's say the C gap, whatever, um, he arcs to the outside. So that's maybe why he was, he was reading that. That's what I would think. Cause as he sees him take on with the inside shoulder, he knows he has to get inside. Has to get skinny through that inside gap. Takes the first, the first threat, which is 55 to the running back hands on. And then as he's pushing him upfield, another guy crosses his face, gets hands on him, gets a push on him, you know? So good block. Sorry. I didn't play, I didn't play it full through there, but um, good job of reading that, that, that kick out block and then getting inside and getting two blocks, one, two, you know, creates extra yards. And he's going to obviously get hands on now too, and, and try to push around back for even more yards. So he's a guy who plays hard. I definitely like that from Croft uh, pancake. Okay, right here. Um, so they just run this wham. This wham, or it's a, it's a trap. It's a trap. It's like a mystery of a trap and a wham. Um, a wham, you'd call it like if, if he was to um, obviously block like this, and one of these guys were free, it's more of a wham block. Um, but they trap, they trap what, 98? And he just kind of fills in obviously the, the 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 run is coming right off of uh um not necessarily right off of yeah well it's 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 actually like a it's like a trap and a wham at the same time um where it's almost, it almost works like a combo they work up to 53 um regardless he whams 90 93 right here or 98 and they just they're basically falling off of off of uh, Croft's ass, where they're going to kick him out, wham him, and then hopefully somebody works up to fifty three, which would be sixty um, after ninety eight to wham. Looks like they're just, they just want sixty to, to protect against any uh, quick penetration because it's a little bit of distance for him to cover. So that's what it looks like they're trying to do. Um, but it is a wham. So now in terms of the block, gets low, good leverage. Um, you'd like to see this, this probably this hand on the hip more instead of like driving through it with a tight elbow instead of kind of getting placed on the back, um, could have created even more force, but he still lowers his helmet into a guy enough where he trucks over a defensive lineman. Well, yeah, he's not squared up to Croft, but in terms of a good block for a tight end, he just, again, he just trucks somebody who's engaged, but still offensive linemen do it when people freak out when a tight end does it, who's 240 pounds, you know, freak out, I guess. Uh, Croft second level block. Okay, right here. Okay, obviously the QB draw. Um, he's releasing to block. Uh, what, what is forty three? John Johnson. So he thinks he's running a route. So good job coming up with pace. Now once he gets up to him, good job um, getting wide and staying square, allowing him to match any inside or outside break. Uh, if anything, he should cheat to the inside shoulder because the draw is going inside. So he doesn't want to cheat to the outside shoulder. So good job taking an angle to the inside shoulder, but staying nice and square um, to him and using some lateral movement hands on and completely shuts that guy um, out of the play. Now, Allen doesn't get in for a touchdown, but in terms of cross block right here, uh, really good. In terms of in space, you, you like that. 
Okay. Decent amount of this is going to be blocking. That's that's the, one of the main reasons he's brought in. But I, there will be some shows, or, or some shows, some plays where I show you that he's not a dud as a receiver. Um, and and a benefit with him is you know, and, and Herndon isn't the the worst blocker. Uh, I would say better pass blocker than run blocker. Um, but with Croft, and and it's not like Herndon again. It's not like he's a bad blocker. So it's it's this isn't necessarily hundred percent the case, but with Croft, um, you could self fake run even more than Herndon. Like, you know, if you're going to go goal line and you Herndon's in, yeah, you might get tipped off a little bit that you probably don't want Herndon, in, you know, over West or Croft. Croft's in, he can block obviously. So, you know, throwbacks and things like that, like they could do that with, with Croft. I think they could sneak him around a little bit more because he's going to be used more as a blocker. Um, blown coverage here by the, the Rams. Um, it looks, it looks like one of these defenders, I'm going to, you know, move him over with my cursor, uh, was supposed to take Croft, but he works out on a block. And it, to me, it looks like this guy, you're going to see his eyes on Croft right here. And then as, as Croft goes to the block, his eyes go inside. You see the eyes outside, inside. So he just assumes he's blocking. Exactly what we're talking about. Like you can sneak him out on some stuff. So he kind of chips and releases to the flat. Easy touchdown. But that's because, again, just what I said, you know, if, if that's, you know, whoever it is, let's say Herndon or one of those guys who's more of a receiving type guy, does that happen? Maybe not. Uh, Croft stretch, so it's going to be a stretch release right here. And then a bam step at the top, which is going to be a head fake, elbow jam the opposite way. Really hard, exaggerating step. Uh, work opposite of it. So, oh, I didn't. I didn't cut this the best, huh? Or I didn't not cut the best. I just forgot. I guess. Okay. So, um, we can watch it from here. So again, forty-one walks down and man coverage on him. Now, in terms of the release, you know. It's not. It's not the best. Like, it's. It's not even really. A, it's more. It's more like a get even than than a stretch because a stretch is, is a little bit more vertical. Um, he doesn't eat up a ton of ground, so it's not. It's again. It's not the best release against a safety. Sure, corner. Obviously not. Um, but it's a safety. So again, you kind of have to. You can't. You can't necessarily judge a route. You know, from a receiver to a tight end and equate them, and you can't necessarily judge a block from a, a tackle and a and a and a tight end and equate them. You know. Um, but in general, an okay release works inside. I like how he dips the shoulder past that, you know, that, past that contact window. And now he stays on top of him. Bam step. Just an exaggerated, an exaggerated outside step. It's, it's, it's not, it's, again, bam steps are usually more, um, more horizontal than this. So again, it's not the, it's not the best, but in terms of the head fake, throw this elbow back, the elbow jam, which helps yourself, helps yourself turn. That just throws this guy off. If he's looking high, he might he might break to the outside right here. Break in on the dig. And again, relatively good break. You know, drive steps under him. Relatively tight turn. Find the ball. Um, or not find the ball, but catch the ball. Look it in. Looks like pretty tight hands. He did have an easy drop or two, though, to be transparent. Um, and it almost gets in for the touchdown, but obviously it's the first down. So pretty good route, you know. Nothing crazy, but 
uh, play 10 or sorry, play eight, uh, physical route. Okay. So obviously we know he's right here. This is just like a bump cut, you know, um, bump cut shock release shock release is usually for guys who are impressed. Um, but he just, he just runs to the stick, you know, right to the goal line and just running a stop. And this 41 is in, you know, that five yard range. So he could, he could, he could throw a shoulder and he could do whatever he wants. Um, and he sees, he's kind of going to match him and try to reroute him and jam him. So Croft is not taking that shit. <laughs> Drops his shoulder, trucks this guy over and breaks inside. Now, if, if, if Allen was staring at him and he, and he threw it here, then maybe it's a touchdown. Obviously it's, it's not, you know, a guy's going to play from behind you um, on that, on that stop. Um, but I like the route. Whack. <laughs> Stop. It's, it's fun to watch. Um, play nine. Near slot route. Okay, so he's right here. Again, just showing that he's not a dud. And that's not even a cop. Like, I think he's a decent route runner. It's not even that he's an odd dud. It's not like, oh, he's below average, but closes ground. Now, the thing with this is, like, you can see his shoulders. Actually, and they don't really pop up that much, so I'm not even really going to say that because it's, it's as he's breaking, but short strides into – short strides, one, two, three. You probably see a little bit more force in that outside that outside foot. You can see a little bit more sink into that. Um, he's leaning out of it a little bit early, um, so it's not the best break, but – he still keeps to get in the drive step. It's a little bit outside of his frame, but he's able to get over it. You know, it's a little bit outside of his frame, like I said, but he's able to turn over pretty, pretty tightly. So um, pretty good route, you know, short striding. You can see some of the pace in here. Nice. You know, for a guy who was six, six, remember that pretty good. Um, hold on a second. Reorganizing. Okay. Croft, where were we at? Uh, 10 play 10 of 29 zone block. Okay. Right here. Outside zone, you know, right to his side. Pretty good block. No. Zone steps. Um, I, again, I know I know Benton would like that more to be um, a lead step instead of kind of dropping it. But um, overall, he works horizontally. Now, this this is more. This looks like more of a mid zone where they're aiming to instead of like outside. Um, so if that if that were the case. They just going to get a little bit more vertical to kick him out. But overall, steps outside, hands on, leverage is good. Left hand lands in uh, a kind of a bicep shoulder area, but it lands first. And right hand seemingly lands inside. Or probably not. No, it actually comes from below and outside. So it probably doesn't land uh, as cleanly as he wants it to. But you see the jolt. Locks his elbows. They're, pretty, they're relatively tight. They're not as tight as they could be, but they're pretty tight. 
and just works his feet. He's always going to work his feet, work his feet, work his feet, and just drive a guy. Running back reads that, you know, in terms of him filling, he's going to take the outside. And and with with Croft getting hands on this guy and then driving him up the field, what happens? Two guys trips. He takes out one guy, and it, because he drives that guy, you know, there's there's plenty of, or there are plenty of tight ends out there who get hands on like this. They give up. You know, oh, I got it for my guy. That's all my job. I don't really care. I want the I want the ball. Give me the ball. Um, this you know Croft loves it, and you could see that that if if he didn't do this, and this safety or corner. Um, is able to work over the top of this, that it could be, you know, a run stuff. But because he drives this guy and, he, and he's going to continue to work his hands or, or work his feet to match him, they just get an extra 10 yards because of it. So really, really like that block. Croft touchdown. Okay. Um, right here. He's like a Y, a little bit flexed out. So... This one's a drag, short cross, working against him his own coverage. Um, he notices that this linebacker, whether it be in a shallow zone or he's walling, um, he notices that he's going to he's going to run into this guy, and he works his angle a little bit higher instead of just running directly into him where the contact is legal. He works a little bit past him. Looks like he sw he swipes, chops that that uh, the hand that's like gonna be like that containment punch, that slingshot type punch. Um, works past it, ball's a little high, and this is where six six comes into play. Extend, catch. That is not an easy play. And oh, he could have jumped higher. Yeah, when you're running full speed, and you're falling back like that. There, there's different ways to catch a ball. So it's like, oh, look how high he got. That's that's not how you're gonna catch this. Yeah, he, he has to work towards it with speed first. So he has to get under that, and he does a hell of a job getting under that. Really, really good catch. Good play in general, you know. Um, I didn't read the cons of mesh or whatever, you know, it was. Uh, see him. He's right here. Um, again, he's running, a, he's running a seam route. And as they're running another vertical, like a vert seam, um, that vertical stretch, a lot of teams run this. You saw it in college a lot with Wilson. Um, but it's a really popular concept all around football. Um, and it just stresses your deep coverage. It stresses linebackers. It stresses a lot of things, depending on how you match up with it. Um, but he wants to get inside. So what is he going to do? Press outside, outside, plant hard, little club. Uh, club punch through. He tries to wipe. He tries to like a punch through white boy that uh, that that inside arm of I think Abram. A um, little bit of a hold right here from Abram. Let's be honest, but he still gets vertical. Like you know, did he get wide open? No, but it was because of a hold, and not a brutal hold, but still, sense of the word. He get he got he gets held, but he good job giving himself inside room. And if he was to be targeted here. You lead him before the safety, so you put a, you, could, you know some good touch on the ball. You know, not a line drive, but but not a lollipop either. He's open. You know, six six in the seam like this is open. Looking back at at uh, Allen, you know, I'm open. I'm open. Type deal. Um, they get the first down. Anyway, it looks like it, or maybe no, probably not. Um, but good route from him. Good good seam route. 
next, heavy hands. I don't know if this is heavy hands as he pops a guy or he leans into his hands because sometimes he leans into his hands. Yeah. Um, now, people, and obviously, like you hear about, you know, it's it's just whatever. I'm not gonna get into it. Some people just assume, oh, he's a blocking tight end. He's an elite blocker. He's a very good blocker. He's not an elite blocker. I would say overall. Uh, pass game, you know, routes, things like that. Speed, like he's faster than Herndon, in my opinion. I, I think he has more speed than him. Um, that part of his game is underrated, while his blocking is overrated. His blocking is good, but people call it elite. I don't agree with elite. Um, and a lot of that comes from wide hands. Sometimes he doesn't he doesn't match guys with his feet. Or, or he doesn't cover gaps with his feet. Um, sometimes there's some head ducking and some leaning. And uh, here he shuffles inside. They 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 run duo, <clears throat> and he shuffles inside to get to get in front of this guy to kind of hinge him. And uh, what happens is he doesn't keep his feet under him, and he kind of and he and he and he's leaning forward a little bit. So again, you want to see him, you know. Um, have relatively quick steps instead of two big steps. And, I, and, I, and it's not an easy position to be in because if this guy knifes inside, he's trying to cover the ground. Um, but you don't necessarily want to see the forward lean. He's not really um, too anticipatory of, of that, that stab inside and then the uh, little club arm over. So not the, not the worst play in the world, but he still has let the guy get back inside. So you just want to see a little bit more balance, a little bit less lean from him. Um, on that on that play because that that guy does get on the, on the play. Not crazy again. It's you know he's not a tackle. Uh, Fourteen chip and release. Um, he's right here. It's a fullback. And pretty good job getting open. Did he catch that? The receiver. I think so. Um, but overall, uh, you have. Who is 55? Is that, is that Clark, right? 55 is Clark, but chips him. He goes to throw a shoulder, but he realizes he's squaring up. So he gets, he gets hands on. Knocks back Clark a little bit and kind of jerks him, pulls him to the inside so he can get outside. And, and it looked like Clark would have been on man coverage on him. A little bit of a change up. Or maybe he was playing like some type of uh, like, like hug rush or something like that, where if he stayed in the block, he was in a rush type deal. Um, but Clark was in coverage on him, and he beats him pretty bad. Now, let's say this guy wasn't open. Could you dump the ball off to, to Croft and hope he gets 10 yards right here? You know, you'd have to run through a block or two maybe, but um, the corner's back is turned. So if he dumps it off right here with these guys gaining depth, he could pick this up most likely. I would, I would argue that he does pick this up. So good, uh, good chip and release from him right there. 15, we're halfway through. Uh, pins a guy inside, down blocks him. Uh, you can right here. Good job staying patient with his feet. Um, obviously, the, the run is, is going outside. Um, and it could be one of those calls uh, where it's like a buck sweep. And again, some bucks, a lot of the buck sweeps you'll see is like guard, guard. But some of them have like that with me call again, where if, if, there's, a, if there's a one tech. Um, they might call it a little bit differently. So they pull the the, uh, the center and a guard. You have Croft. 
um, who they might be, they might be, um, uh, what is it called? This guy might be a question mark pull while he's rap while, while the center's wrapping to the backside, where if he kicks him out, the, the, the front side guard will, uh, go interior. And if he pins this guy inside, he'll go outside. So a lot of, a lot of like bucks, which will question mark pull with this outside guy and he wraps and then this guy wraps to the backside backer. He goes inside, they pull outside, or maybe it's by design. You know, it's every team runs stuff differently. So if they wanted him to pin him inside, he obviously does a great job in terms of getting um, outside with that. You know, just a it's a it's a drop step kind of. It's not it's not even a drop step. He just he just widens, <clears throat> but gets hands on, good leverage, good uh, good base extension, and just works his guy inside. Look how much look how much room he creates. And again, this is a defensive end. This isn't this isn't some some linebacker, anything like that. And maybe, no, I, I doubt it's linebacker. He looks too big. But this is like a 260, 70-pound defensive end, at least it looks like to me. Pins him completely inside as a tight end. And now um, you have Singletary who breaks into the open field, but, you know, isn't the necessarily the best running back. You, uh, you'd like to see him make a little bit more of this. Break that one tackle. Not the easiest position. It's a little bit, little bit tight, but still. You want your running back to break at least one. Uh, Croft win or wham pin fold. Okay. Yeah. So wham blocks. Um, they again. So yeah. So so he whams. They wham this guy. This is a little bit of an, of an intricate type of run. They 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 pin him inside. Down block him. He folds instead of pulling. I call fold just one, one, just one gap over. Some call something different, uh, some different stuff, but I call it a fold. So pin, fold, wham, and he's gonna climb to the second level to the backside backer. Okay, interesting. So they didn't go interior. They 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 kind of designed us to go big. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah, you see a lot of teams. Sometimes on this, obviously, he's working right to the second level, cut him off, cut him off. And either 15 would, would crack, block this guy, and you, you'd isolate him on a safety. But they don't um, work to that backside backer. Interesting design. Um, but nonetheless, uh, Singletary takes it, obviously, to the, the you know, design gap, um, which is going to be outside ass of, of this pin. Uh, I'm not gonna talk. I, I get like lost in the play. Now I'm starting to talk about the play. I'm gonna talk about the block of Crofts. I forgot to do a player review. So good angle to cut him off. Um, good job on the cut. Again, you you want to kind of give him your back and 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 dive across the thighs. I'm not a cut block expert. You know, um, I probably should stay up on him a little bit more. But I know either you're gonna dive directly at the thighs, or you want to dive across them, depending on on your leverage at, at least. And you want to get high in the thighs. So there's guys who dive low. You know, those guys who telegraph it. Um, so those are the things, some of the things you look for. So you want to eat, you see you have some space and then dive across their thighs. Again, you have guys who might go like this, duck their head, and then this guy will stuff them into the ground and jump over them. So good job not telegraphing it. Nice cut on the wham. Good run design. Bills run a lot of weird stuff like that, which is good. Like it's, it changes stuff up. I like it. Uh, Sift, he's going to make a splitter right here against the Jets. Um, right here. So Huff is going to be unblocked. Most likely they're going to run this way and he's going to work to the Huff. Good block. 
that that edge battle for the Jets, by the way, since we're looking at them, is going to be interesting. He's gone off the team. 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 No, well, he's on the team. Um, but like Huff versus Zuniga versus Hamaclair Hamacl- Rashid, whatever his name is. Um, I think it's Hamaka, actually, Hamaka Rashid. But it's going to be an interesting battle because Huff. He was really productive in a limited role, played some more reps, wasn't as as productive, but when he's like rested, I guess, or you know, whatever it might have been, um, less reps equaled more success for him by percentage. So you have him come in for five to ten reps a game. Would you rather have Huff, Zuniga, or, or or Rashid right now? I would say Huff. I think Huff's the most proven. You know, he, he was pretty good last year. Nonetheless, he's going to they run this inside zone. Um, he wants to stay tight to the line. He doesn't want. He doesn't want to get uh, too loose because runs going inside. If he's going to try to to come up the arc and then bend around it, the chances he's going to get back on the running back are minimal. So he wants to stay tight to that line of scrimmage. Tight to the line of scrimmage. Eats up ground. Runs his feet as he gets close to kind of square him up. Drops his, uh, the 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 outside shoulder versus his inside. He doesn't want to get. He doesn't want to get the run spilled. So he doesn't want to take. He doesn't want to go inside versus outside because then he, he might be able to get in on the run so good job taking out the inside shoulder to pop him outside and kick him outside and uh picks up the block and he gets his hands on and he's gonna kind of stick him for a second okay next croft push by so that's i mean a wrap right here oh Right there. Yeah. Um, so, again, he runs a route verse. Uh, who is that? I don't know who that is. It's three something. Is that Austin? No, I don't know who that is. That's gonna, that's gonna screw me up. I can't I can't see the other number. I don't, I don't know. Whatever. Um. So he just he just runs a a, a, stop, a stop. They are a hitch. Um. It's a little bit it's a little bit longer than a hitch. They call it stop, and gets physical in his in his route. Holds his ground, and now as he breaks, well, he does two things actually. I guess one I didn't notice the first time. Uh, it's really it's a really good route in terms of in terms of the the break at the top in terms of working against this corner. Looks like a corner, could be a safety. Um, maybe it's I, I I don't know. So the thing I really like that he does, obviously left hands on, pushes off of him to break back, which again obviously throws him backwards while also helping him propel forwards or get out of the break. And something else he also does is you can tell how good he is, like some, how kind of maybe underrated he is with his hands and his route running. You're going to see his, his elbow, his arm come up. He's going to rip down the, on the wrist right here to, to break this contact. So he obviously, you, you know, the, uh, the defender can't hold him and get back on the route. So that, that pairing of push off, rip that arm down right there is, is really nice. And obviously, it, it draws that, that guy off balance, 
which based on what he's wearing in his body, I think it's Austin. That that is too small to be Austin. That could be. This is like Lamar Jackson. That's Pool. Not sure who that is. Mollet. I I I forget who thirty-five this year, right? This year. Pool. Austin, maybe. That's annoying. Um, but yeah, good good break. Now he doesn't get you know wide open. But now again, let's say Josh Allen was gonna force that to him because he had nothing else to do, etc. If he timed that well, boom, he's open for a split second if he could attack that ball. It's not it's nothing crazy. Not, it's not necessarily the easiest to get open on, on the hitches. Um but then good job also seeing the dump off to the running back, getting hands on and blocking, you know. Little stuff. Nineteen. Okay. Right here, obviously. We know this by now, I think. Getting balls out quick, but in terms of his route, getting open over the middle. Guy is or or Huff, who the Jets drop into um, a zone, but. He's in the hook, so he's responsible for Croft somewhat. Um, and he's heavy inside leverage, so he can either do one of two things. He could try to hold him inside, get vertical, stack him, break inside. Or if he's playing off a little bit and he's not going to sit inside, he could try to widen him and then get inside. And what does he do? Hard stretch outside. Inside, club, arm over, punch through, and obviously Huff's not really experienced in coverage. He's going to open up hard like this, giving Croft enough room to break inside. Club, arm over, break inside. Good route. Ten plays. Missed the block. Okay. I'm going to be fair. And like I said, I, there's not one player who I'm going to bend my review to. It's a bit of a legitimate review, which is why, again, some of the Moses stuff, 2019, if you watch that, you're like, oh, well, why did you only record negatives? Because of, you know, at first, he got kind of abused. You know, I think I watched the first – I forget who the first game was against, but I know one of the first ones was against Demarcus Lawrence, and he got kind of beat up. And I want to see, and it's interesting because you guys already know because you watch the review. I'm only through six games in 2019. One of his biggest problems comes from when he's, when he's going to the edge on blocks. Um, he tends to open with that outside foot as he punches with the, with the right hand, and it comes over the top. So guys, if they chop that outside hand, now they're not working against the, the lower body if they defeat the outside hand. And again, it's wide. And now they can kind of time him where he does the same set for the most part Opens as he punches with the outside. Opens as he punches the outside. Left comes in. Open, punch. So I want to see if in 2020, did his offensive line change that? Or is it a fluke? You know, did, did he start to set more of a hard edge, not open his stance, punch, and kind of cut guys off instead of opening and giving them that, that softer arc? So if that changed and he kind of is going to stick with that, then I can see it. But I want, I want to see... And I'm watching the games against the, the, the best matchups he had. So did his technique change? Is that why? Or was it just because, oh, well, you know, whatever he's asked to do, I want to see if it was the technique. 
you know, sometimes I see him get a little bit high out of his stance. He's not the most athletic guy. Um, you know, hands are wide. Um, you know, again, opening, opening um, his hips as he punches, you know, so I, well, we're going to see, I'm interested to see, I'm going to, I'm going to get through at least hopefully another six games today, uh, which is Monday again, you know, the 28th or whatever, hopefully another couple tomorrow. And then maybe I'll do the show on Wednesday and I'll be up by Thursday or Friday for you guys, which is already a month. You're, well, you're probably watching this a month in the future ish, at least a couple of weeks. So he's right here. Croft, I'm just interested to see because I, I could tell the technical stuff that if he cleaned it up, he, he'd be much better as a pass blocker. Okay. Um, so not necessarily, you know, like, and, and it's not, it's not a run that has to break outside. Obviously they, they run the fake on inside zone end around. If he pursues too, too hard upfield, obviously he could break inside. Um, but you're going to see Croft come in and not, you know, you like to see him change his angle just based on Huff recognizing this, which good job by Huff and bring him down, you know, hell of a play by Huff. Um, for sure. You could, you could tell he starts, which will, you know, a little bit Jets review too. Huff's on the team. Um, good job by him recognizing this, seeing all this action and then, and then getting vertical as he sees this to cut it off. So really good job by Huff, um, which screws up Croft a little bit because he thinks he's coming at a harder of an angle inside. So he thinks he's going to meet him. And then Huff um, just takes it vertical. Uh, you want to see him be a little bit more in control and, and match that, but you, you see him completely miss that block. So you see him come in a little bit more control and be able to match it nonetheless. You know, hell will play by Huff. So good job, Jets. I'll take it. And it's a, he's a guy who's not really talked about, but when he's on the field, again, in limited, limited snaps, he's much more effective than Zuniga was. So if you had to carry one, Huff is a better player last year, so you're going to cut him because – you know, Zuniga was a higher draft pick, or maybe did Zuniga show a lot more in, in camp and stuff? I'm not sure. So he's right here, physical and route. Again, he's not a guy to shy away from contact. So initially, kind of chips or just releases, and this guy is kind of closing down on him. So another little club arm over. Club kind of pulls his elbow back just to open, just to open his chest to avoid it, open his shoulders, releases up the seam. Ashton Davis um, tries to get hands on with him, and he's just going to run through the contact, drop his shoulder. Davis tries to match him, grabs a little bit, and and Croft's going to drive through that contact and get and uh, again get open. You know, um, if Allen was working to this, you know, let's say the right side, he's looking outside than inside. And he was looking at Croft and Croft and he saw that he's going to throw this ball up there. You know, obviously the safety's moved over enough, but um, good job getting physical in the route and getting open. Next 22. Uh, out route. Okay. Um, he's right here versus Ashton Davis. Jets are obviously showing some, some man. And he runs the out route. Davis is kind of a no man's land. Uh, don't necessarily love it. You know, that, that, that three to four yards off. So he's inside, heads up to inside. Croft's going to take the outside, get physical, hold him in the stem. You know, lean into him, break opposite. So, again, using him almost as a, as a wall to push off of a mobile wall who's then getting a push inside, not going to be able to play him necessarily. So 
or it's gonna be harder for him to play him. So get outside, again, dip that shoulder, dip the shoulder to avoid the hands in the chest. Um, I'm not sure if he tries to swap this outside arm. Uh, ideally, he does. Not sure if it lands or or, or what whatnot. Maybe Davis gets his left hand inside first. Can't really tell right here. Um, but again, holds his line a little bit, bends it back into him just a little bit. You know, hard angle outside, and then just again works back into him. Just a little bit more vertical. Break drive. His drive step looks to be under him. Can't necessarily tell, but he gets over pretty quickly nonetheless. Gets over on the out. Now, um, and he gets and he gets targeted here. It's a catch. Now, end of the day, not a terrible play for Davis because listen, he just let up. You know what? What? Uh, let's say seven yards on on third and you know thirteen, fourteen. So not a bad play by Davis either. He contains him, but good out route. You know they 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 dumped it off to him and they got easier field goal position. So they're playing for some points right there. Uh, Croft zone block right here. Got oh yeah, this is okay. Yeah. I really like this play. So again, zone steps just like everybody else on the team and he's reading what comes to him. So if this guy was to expand, he'd probably just take him outside. If he's going to stay inside like this, he's going to split him. He's going to pop up that, that uh, he's going to pop up the near shoulder and then, and then work to his next threat, which ends up becoming 30 uh, McCourty, right? No, it's, no. Well, I know 32 is McCourty. Is, is 31 the McCour other McCourty? I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not, maybe not. No, I think 30 is the other one. I'm not sure who 31 is. So zone steps. Low, shoulder on shoulder, hand on the hip, staying square, eyes on second level. Could, literally cannot, you cannot write that up better. You cannot write this up better. In steps, low, eyes up, square, shoving him in, kind of stuffing him to the, the tackle. But with, act, again, really, really good. Extension. Squares up his target. Hands on. Drive his feet. Drive his feet. Latch those hands on. Keep driving your feet. Now, 32, which is McCourty, um, tries to get down the running back and kind of pops up that shoulder so he loses contact right here. He's going to continue on the play. He doesn't just, oh, I got popped up. You know, I did good enough. You know, I'm going to stop blocking. Now it's, okay, find another guy. And he blocks him. But this, this whole sequence right here, zone, run his feet, inside versus outside, hand on the hip, Extension, this angle to the second level, all, all that's 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 picture perfect. This is this you, you cannot get a better blocker here from a tight end. That is perfect. That's that's the best play of the review right there by Croft. Followed by a bad block. It's gonna happen right here. Um. They're running, they're running outside zone. Yeah, they're running outside zone. And not necessarily the easiest position for Croft to be in. Again, he's versus, he's versus a defensive end outside line. Oh, I don't know if it's a stand-up end or an outside linebacker. Um, he tries to get the outside on him, and he's expecting him to keep expanding with, with his block or kind of with his angle. And the D end uh, outside linebacker drops his helmet into Croft, pops it up, 
and then uh, angles to get to the running back and makes a tackle. You know, ideally, you don't want to see it happen. You you want to see him maybe be a little bit more aggressive and and, and square him up and get hands on. Not an easy position to be in. It's it's not. It's really not. Um, but he does pop him up and get them tackle. So it's not a good block. You know, even though I am saying it's not necessarily the easiest play to make for him. Uh, five plays left. This is one of those reviews I watched. I was like, okay, definitely higher on him. There were some guys, again, I watched and some people, you know, maybe not uh, everyone wants me to speak positively about everybody. So right here. Again, zone block, steps outside, is reading 96. Well, I can't, again, it's, it's so, it looks like his eyes are on 51 here. Yeah. And then his eyes and his eyes flash to flash 96. So he's kind of reading him again. Is he going to expand? Is he going to spike inside? You know, is he going to stack? Then it, then it kind of determines how his block goes. He spikes inside or slants inside. Good job by Crawford throwing out kind of like that hand check, just in case he did try to, you know, kind of ankle inside and, and then hit the, C gap, so just that hand to, to kind of cover himself and assist. Now, what's his next threat? This guy is blocked. He's inside 51. So he's going to take an angle to, to cut off 51 and get on the block. Good angle to cut him off, outside shoulder. Hands on. Just drive him, stay in front of him. Again, good good zone block. And you guys been running a lot of zone too, so obviously we're seeing the last couple of plays, you know, Ball, the one was bad, but uh, of course I got to put some plays of him versus Adams and beating Adams. So that's just going to happen. I'm going to pick. I I'm going to pick on Adams every chance I get when I see him on film versus the Jets or any player I'm doing a review on. Um, he's not doing well in coverage, so he's right here attached to the offensive line. Runs this little seven on the backside. And Adams is in coverage. You're going to see, obviously, Adams right here. Again, pretty hoppy in coverage. This is this is not good right there at all. Terrible. Opens up, gives Croft the outside where he's going. Croft, again, does a good job, not just kind of bending into his routes and things like that. He, he gets good leverage right here. And then, again, he doesn't want to just kind of take it outside and softly round it. He wants to get that outside leverage initially. Hold his line into him, break outside. What does he do? Outside initially. Dip that shoulder to work past the hands. Work back into him. Push off. Adams loses his balance because he's you know not unbalanced. He's high. Looking back at the quarterback, break. And he's open right here. If Again, if Allen were to be looking his way, he's open for a – maybe not a touchdown unless he can catch it inside shoulder and turn up field. But he's open for a, you know, a first down at the minimum. So beat Adam in coverage. Again, the guy wants 16, 17, 18 million dollars a year, which by the way, let's 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 be completely honest. I, I try to be very honest here. People saying he's terrible. You know, people saying that Marcus May is better than him. Come on. You know, obviously the impact, a little different. May is more of a deep guy who I, I feel is good. I feel like he's might be a little bit overrated by fans. I feel like he's solid, not great. Um, but Minus all of Adam's issues, if he was a perfect soldier, 
we all know that we'd rather have Adams. Let's 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 not let our fandom kind of. I don't care about numbers. Don't don't. We can't comment on YouTube because it's not going to be free to you. This is all only subscribers I'm talking to. But bias aside, based on what he did to the Jets, we knew he was really impactful. That last season he played with the Jets, um, he single handedly won us. You know, probably the Cowboys game at the end. And if not the if you're not going to give him the Cowboys game because a couple of other guys had penetrated us on those last plays at like Quinn Williams, you're giving him at least the Giants game. They don't beat the Giants game unless he gets that strip sack for for so he literally won game by himself. Now Marcus May Rams game made a play. See, you know Seattle they obviously lost, but like, come on, if we can have one for one, minus issues, there's a reason we got two first round picks and a third for him, which is fleecing the Seahawks. That's too much for a safety. Marcus May you trade him at the same point. Let's say they're the same age. All that stuff. Same situation. You're not getting. You're not getting probably a first round pick for May. There's a reason why. He's 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 impactful at a different level. That's just being transparent and being honest. Um, don't be don't let, don't let, when you when you when you let the fan goggles kind of kind of sway your opinion. You might be appeasing to a certain amount of the fan base, but the people you want to appease to, and I'm not saying I'm part of this or anything like that, but let's just be honest. You rather appease to the smarter people who are taking things. Um, not in fan goggles view. If you're gonna say everybody's great, the Jets are gonna be this, the Jets are gonna be that, and Jamal Adams sucks, and Marcus May is so much better, and Makai Becton was the best out of all the tackles last year. You're crazy, and they had the best receiver for the NFL. There's a certain, there's a, there's a plenty of fan base you can go to and talk like that. Not the smart ones though. You know, is that you want to be involved with that? If you do, then that's fine. But you know, Jamal Adams versus Marcus May. I don't know really why we got into this as much, but you know, um. How did I get a Jamal Adams play at 26? And I'm going to end with Jamal Adams, I'm pretty sure. How did that happen? That's weird. Zone block, zone step. And again, I like Marcus May, but just, again, I don't, I don't know who would disagree. I don't know who would disagree with that, but um, there are some people, obviously, again, who have those goggles on who, oh, well, PFF rated Marcus May at seven, and Jamal Adams was nine. Okay. Um, zone step outside. Angles outside again, kind of reading the 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 defensive back. Shortens his stride as as he comes to that contact window. He wants to be able to to play inside out, or if he stacks, hands on, and he's stronger than a lot of these like safe like safeties, you know, lighter safeties, um, bigger guys. Maybe you you know he's not going to have as much success on with with wide hands like that, but he wants to um, contain this guy because he has, he has faith he can drive him. Hands on, drive him outside, drive him outside, drive him outside. Extension, throw him outside, get hands back on, drive him outside. Like, look how far he moves this guy. Again, this is a tight end. And yeah, he's expanding and all that, and he's you know kind of trying to read the run and all this, but he's moving him. Let's watch it in full speed. It's a hell of a block. Two plays left. Now we're back to Seattle. Something happened right there where I, I probably... I probably saved that one play as 27 by mistake, and another one is 26 because obviously that was part of the, the game against the Patriots, which was before this game. So uh, block right here. He's the uh, the fullback. Works to number 50, which is KJ Wright, who I wanted to address the sign at this point. If they sign him, I wouldn't be mad. Honestly, I, I would still, I would still like a guy like KJ Wright, and especially with the Jets considering the money they save with Crowder signing uh, Mo- Moses, 
I think again, and I'm I'm gonna get I'm gonna think it, not really guarantee it, but I'm gonna guarantee it that the Jets, because I did 30 reviews this offseason, and my number's 31, they're going to sign another guy who's gonna be review worthy. A corner, probably not a linebacker. I would say a corner. They're gonna sign a corner. Um, again, not Prashad Bielen. I think he just got signed, but Steven Nelson or Drake Kirkpatrick or Steven Nelson, you know, one of these guys that they don't sign him. Uh, Sherman, I think, is the most unlikely. Could happen, but maybe not. So, um, in terms of the block on KJ Wright, you know, working out to him, square, takes a pretty good angle, like in terms of like splitting him with the outside foot, you know, does a pretty good job there. Shuffles. Now he leans a little bit here, but again, he's a tight end. Still a good job. He still has a real, like if he got swiped up there, I think he'd maintain somewhat, somewhat of his balance. Hands on, use some of that length to land, to land him. And again, that's the problem with like arm overs and swims, as some people call them. I, I think there's a difference between arms, arm overs and swims. When you raise that inside arm or that outside arm, whatever it may be, if you're not clearly defeating the hands and you raise that, that arm and you get caught in the ribs, you're, you're done. You know, so catches them, extension. And uh, matches them. So, good job. Last play. Um, Croft cut Adams. Like I said, we're ending on, we're ending on an Adams play because that's, you know, what a way to end it. I'm assuming he's just going to take an angle to the inside shoulder and cut him and run opposite. Yeah. So, um, obviously, with them running zone, with this uh, mid zone, you know, to the weak side, He's not going to worry about this guy because, you know, for him to get all the way down the line from him to make a play on the running back is much less likely than Jamal Adams doing it. So um, he's going to take an angle to the inside shoulder, dive across the thigh, the thighs. Don't want, you don't want to telegraph. You don't want it too early, but good job taking that angle, diving across the thighs, cross, cut Adams right on his face. Is that a nice image to see? Guy is just a, the epitome of a douche. Smack that face. And I'm hoping that uh, he gets signed. The Seahawks can't sign anybody. Russell Wilson eventually leaves, and he's stuck on the Seahawks, and they suck. You know, like I, I, I'm, I, every single game, I want them to lose. I really do. I want Jamal Adams to win nowhere, never. Um, and the funny thing is, too, like maybe it's, I'm, it's not me being a dick. I think it's just me being, you know, wanting better draft picks. Or, oh, you know. Uh, I root for Sam Darnold uh, every game against the Jets. You know, other than that, I want them to win games. Why? We have their second round pick. I want them to lose every game. I want Seattle to be the worst team in the league and the Panthers to be the second worst team in the league. What are we talking about here? You rather have a, a lower draft pick and root for Darnold than have a higher draft pick? He's off the Jets. I couldn't care any less anymore. I don't wish him ill will, but if I can get a higher draft pick for Sam Darnold sucking, then I want Sam Darnold to suck. I want that 32nd pick again, that, thir- uh, that 33rd or 34th, you know? Leading to guys like... Uh, Freaking Elijah Moore, not Elijah Moore. Um, yeah, Elijah Moore. Crazy. So good cut, good angle, not telegraphing across and through the thighs. Let Jamal Adams line on his right on his face. So with that, going to read the strengths and weaknesses of Croft again. Lesser sample size typically means I a little bit less. Um, uh, strengths height. Length again, six six. Um, effort acceleration, underrated long speed. Again, I think he's probably the fastest tight end on the Jets. Say he's faster than Herndon, probably faster than 
I think like overall he's more athletic. I, I think he's faster than you bow in a straight line. I think so. Um, pop in hands, grip strength, some good hand usage and release can make sharp breaks blocks with proper shoulder, good stretch release and bam steps. Um, not afraid of contact works feet as blocker. Mostly there are some times where he stalls a little bit and leans actively looks for someone to block when on block the versatility is a blocker and a pass catcher short and stride before breaks keeps drive step under frame for the most part physical in routes uh weaknesses injuries number one number one he was you know that that year at the Bengals had like 600 yards you know 10 touchdowns whatever that was i forget exactly but um injuries have derailed him more than his play throughout his career it's undoubtable uh, so that's number one. Um, hands can land wide as a blocker, leans from waist as a blocker too often, uh, could cover better with hips as a blocker, can overrun blocks on second level as a blocker, uh, focus drops, question mark, didn't see a ton of it, but I saw two of them that were pretty easy catches where he makes that tough catch I showed you, then he'll also have a focus drop. So it's, a, it's more of a question um, than, it, than it is me giving you an answer as a weakness, but it's something that I noted. Um, I just didn't see enough of it. Uh, next needs to keep feet under him as a blocker, which kind of is the same thing as hips, but not necessarily, uh, raise his shoulder early before breaks. That does happen and feel for spacing in coverage. Um, that is it. Appreciate you guys listening. Uh, after this review, you know, you're probably be watching like Blair and all these guys. Um, again, appreciate all the support throughout the off season. It's just gonna get better from here on out, uh, with, content with computers with graphics with everything you know jetx is is still a baby you know only only a year a little bit over a year old um so we're gonna keep killing it and hopefully you guys keep supporting tell your friends they support it helps us out and that just leads to better content for you guys who are subscribing so i uh, couldn't appreciate the subscribers enough i will see you again soon um enjoy your summer